If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. The first one is to actually be able to strive without as much stress. Yeah. If you don't do personal development work, you are way more stressed. There's way more tension in your body than you're aware of. And that impacts your decisions, your motivation, and your drive. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I have proudly name dropped this guy's name so many times over the last several hundred episodes of the Gold Digger podcast, but I've never had the opportunity to introduce you to a mentor and friend that has truly been one of my biggest lifelines and supporters over the years. Brendan Burchard is one of the earliest leaders in the online education space, and he's gone on to impact over 2 million students with his courses. He's a leading coach, a favorite author, a respected leader, and one of my go-to text friends when I need to hash out a new idea. He's shared the stage with the Dalai Lama, Sir Richard Branson, Tim Ferriss, and more. I mean, Oprah herself named Brendan one of the most successful online trainers in history. He knows a thing or two about the online education space, and so this conversation is sure to be rich with insight on the future of the course industry, the opportunities for professional and personal development in a world that's leaning into virtual connection, and why it's always necessary to invest in yourself. Here he is, my friend and mentor, Brendan Burchard. Gold Diggers, I have a podcast recommendation for you. If you like staying in the know when it comes to trends in business, well, you'll love My First Million podcast hosted by Sam Parr and Sean Pori, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. My First Million brainstorms new business ideas based on trends and opportunities in the market and shares the stories of how companies made their first million. It's conversational and interesting with insights on topics that we don't always get into on Gold Digger. NFTs with Gary Vaynerchuk, direct-to-consumer strategies, how vending machines are generating millions. 
Sean and Sam have their ear to the ground for the next big thing in business, and the guests are top-notch. Listen to My First Million wherever you go to get your podcasts. Brendan, I feel like we've talked about this moment for years, and we've actually joked about it a lot because you are one of very few men that have been invited onto the Gold Digger podcast. So this is like the warmest welcome, and also it's about time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. First, I'm insanely honored, and I'm even nervous because you're such a great friend, and I admire your show so much. And I've listened to it. So it's it's hard for me to even imagine there I am scrolling through your podcast and there's a man on there. I'm like, I don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's conversation is going to be so exciting. And what's really funny is that we've referenced you in probably a hundred episodes. I mean, you have just been such a oh. huge part of my journey, my life, my like a mentor to me and a friend. And so I'm excited for people to get to know you outside of the context of me quoting you or attributing you for certain things that you've just really opened up in my life. So for those who don't know you, can you just share a little bit about how your entrepreneurial story began? Like walk me through how you, Brendan Burchard, became an entrepreneur. Oh my gosh. You know, I think it was probably like a lot of entrepreneurs just built to serve. You know, there was something that happened in my life that made me want to solve a problem and then made me want to serve others. And for me, it was when I was a 19-year-old kid, I had come out of a breakup with the first woman I ever loved. And we actually thought we were going to get married. So we went to school together, college together. And and then about halfway through that first year of college, she discovered beer and other boys <laughs> and <laughs> cheated on me and, and the relationship ended. And the problem was it was a high school sweetheart situation. So my entire identity was tied up to the relationship. Mm. And so when the relationship fell apart, I completely fell apart. And it led into a long year of serious depression and then suicidal thinking. And luckily at the end of that and unrelated, I was in a car accident. And the car accident kind of shook me out of that suicidal thinking. It really kind of smacked me in the head and said, hey, you actually, you don't want to die, kid. It made me realize that life is so short and gave me what I call sort of motivation mortality or mortality motivation, which is where I realized I actually wanted to live. Mm. I just didn't know how. And I still wanted to love, but I was broken. My heart was broken. And I still wanted to do something with my life. I wanted to matter, but I, I didn't really have a path. I didn't have a purpose. I didn't know what it was. And what I really understood was I was just deeply unhappy and I didn't know how to be a happy person. And so that began this quest and what eventually became a 25-year study of personal development and psychology and neuroscience and the social sciences to try and understand, like, how do I live a good life? How do I change my feelings? And how do I find confidence? And how do I figure out what's important to me, what I want to do with my life? And so I just started studying personal development. And over a period of time, my life improved. I left college. I became a consultant, did leadership development programs where I was basically building frameworks on leadership for companies. And yet I'd tell people about my car accident story and how I figured out my life's last questions were, did I live and did I love and did I matter? And Jenna, as you know, with your whole eyes, people would say, that's amazing. That's inspiring. You should teach that. You should write a book on it. You should do blogging. I'm like, I don't know how to do any of that. I have a job. And so I finally realized I really did want to write a book. And so I left my job. I wrote Life's Golden Ticket. 
And it promptly, did, you know, I probably did what every writer does. I went broke because <laughs> I, <had, laughs> I had no idea how to do marketing. And that bothered me so much. I'm like, okay, I have to figure out marketing if I really want to teach people personal development someday. So I figured out marketing as I was studying all my psychology, all my other personal development stuff and figured out those two things at one time. And eventually started online in 2008, teaching personal development courses. And that, you know, first year, I really learned a lot from all the mentors in online marketing, from a Jeff Walker to a Frank Kern to, you know, old school marketers. And I kind of compared, I kind of took online marketing and overlaid it to personal development and had this huge launch. And all of a sudden started selling the book and people wanted to come and learn how I was doing that. And all of a sudden I quote unquote became an entrepreneur. I thought I was just a writer, but then mm -hmm. people wanted me to teach them, well, how do you write and how do you launch these things I see you're doing and you're teaching on the internet? How do we do all that? And I started then teaching both personal development and teaching marketing in 2008. And I haven't stopped since. Wow. One of the biggest things that I think we get as a question and something that I want to know for you, Brendan, and, and I believe too, all the personal development work that you did probably helped bridge this gap. But how did you go from being a student to a teacher? I think so many people immerse themselves. They become obsessed with something. They, they learn so much about something. It, it becomes this like competence for them, but they lack the confidence to take what they've learned and to teach it to others. How did you bridge that gap? I think I recognize the difference between needing to have confidence in a skill, meaning the ability to teach, the ability to do video, the ability to do audio, the ability to do social media, the ability to do email marketing. I didn't confuse the confidence I needed to have in the skill versus the confidence I had in my heart to mm -hmm. serve. I knew I wanted to help people. The how was way less important at that time in my life. It was like, oh, I, I want to do this, period. Yeah. It wasn't, I want to do this, comma, but I'm an idiot from Montana, <laughs> which I am. And <laughs> there, was, there, there wasn't that comma. It was, I, yeah. I want to help people with this. And it wasn't comma, but only if I make $100,000. It wasn't, yeah. I want to do this, comma, but only if a thousand people like my first video. It was, I want to do this, period. I feel in my heart, this would be a service. Like it wasn't like a million people were asking me for it. It was like three or four friends or two or three coworkers being like, Hey man, that's really helpful. You should do something about that one day. And in my heart, I was willing to follow my artistic tendency and, and my service drive. Like that part says, I want, I want to help people period. I'm going to find out how. And so I had to learn to do video, which for me was insanely uncomfortable <laughs> and, you know, 500 million video views later, I got good at it. You know, So yeah. it's like, it's like, don't worry so much about mastering the skill or having confidence in the skill. Listen to your heart that says, I want to help people in this way. I want to help people solve this problem. I, I want to do this. And it's better than this other thing I'm doing over here. So I'm going to follow that. I think that's so powerful. And, it, it, you know, I'm flashing back to the first time that I met you. I actually heard you speak on Lewis Howe's stage mm. and I was a part of his mastermind. And you came in the day after you spoke and Drew was with me, which was really odd. He never really comes on work trips like that. And he was sitting next <laughs> to me. We were in this convention room 
and you were breaking down an email funnel. And I was like on the edge of my seat, like salivating. And I remember Drew looking over at me at one point and he goes, you just found your male counterpoint, like someone Uh. that shares a brain with you. And one, it made me feel less alone, but also to have your spouse see that you're not crazy, right? Like to see that there are other people wired like you that think the way you do that want to show up in the way that you do. It was so, so eye opening for me. And one thing that I think is so fascinating, Brendan, and something that you really inspired me with, and I want to know more about is for me, I delayed a lot of the personal development work that was required because I mm. leaned on strategies and systems. And I, I liked, you know, here's how you get from A to Z without having to dig too deep or unearth past trauma or, you know, really face the things that are ultimately going to hold me back. What is something that you see in entrepreneurs? Because I think these days we're so obsessed with blueprints and systems and strategies that we ignore the most important work, which now I know is, is that personal development space. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I worry so much about achievers and people who are strivers and who are high performers who don't do personal development for several reasons. One, their journey is much more difficult, hard, stressful, anxious than it needs to be. And two, if they happen to succeed through all that, then they're in a leadership position And then they teach everybody else to strive miserably (laughs) and they end up failing to reach their real leadership capacity and potential. And so I think it's huge because if you think about what personal development gives you on the entrepreneurial journey, uh, you know, uh, I'm just brainstorming with you, but what comes to my mind is number one, knowing what's right for you. Yeah. Personal development is the gate to self-awareness. So a lot of people choose the wrong thing because they don't even know themselves. So that old thing of first know thyself is important, but also as you're doing the journey, I think three things always get in people's way as entrepreneurs and only personal development really tends up to unlock it. And the first one is to actually be able to strive without as much stress. Yeah. If you don't do personal development work, you are way more stressed. There's way more tension in your body than you're aware of. And that impacts your decisions, your motivation, and your drive. The second thing I think comes to my mind is your ability to have confidence in yourself and your direction, which is hard to do and you need because entrepreneurialism inserts uncertainty into your daily life at another level that most people (laughs) who aren't entrepreneurs will never understand. Everyone Mm -hmm. who's an entrepreneur here knows you have friends who have nine to fives who do not get the pressure that you have as a daily reality. And, and you have to learn to deal with that pressure and personal development gives a path to that. And I think then the last thing then would be ultimately joy and fulfillment. I know a lot of people who push hard and they grind and they have never experienced the real flourishing of joy and fulfillment. And so it feels like a grind. Yeah. I don't have that experience. It's probably why you and I became like friends and, <laughs> and, and Drew is like that because I know that presentation, I always talk about lifestyle. Like yeah. an email funnel to me is about automating your service, but also allowing you to have a life yeah. so that you can have more time and energy for your art and your passions, even if they are part of your business. But it's about, at the end of the day, you know, my study is in high performance specifically, 
and and high performance literally means as as a definition that you're able to achieve long-term success while still maintaining positive relationships and well-being. Hmm. You know, it means you don't have to burn all your relationships and be a jerk to climb. And it also means that you can feel good and experience positive range of emotions and resilience as you climb. Like I've enjoyed every day of my entrepreneurial journey, even though stuff sucks sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because personal development helps you objectify and externalize things versus taking everything so personal and having your emotions slave to external situations. It's so powerful because you and I, I think whenever we're together, especially when we're in a room with other high achievers, high performers, really successful people, I feel like sometimes we'll just share glances at each other where we smile because it's like we truly are at peace in a beautiful way. And we don't confuse feeling content with being complacent. And I think that Mm. in nowadays, this entrepreneurial vision and the, the versions that we see on social media are so hustle focused and more and more and more. And I think we've both come to terms with like, what is enough in a beautiful way? And what does enough look like in terms of our life? You know, it's it's so much more about building a business that supports your lifestyle than building a business that becomes your life. Yeah. And I want for you to just speak on that for a little bit, because I think that that is something that is lacking. I think it's a messaging that's lacking. And when you see people striving and hustling and climbing the mountain alone and and doing all these things, it's like, wait, 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 you're missing the journey. Talk to me about this. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think of all the high performers I've coached in my life now, and I've been doing this full time for 15 years and I've coached, you know, two presidents, you know, over 20 Olympians, um, like 30 of the fortune hundred uh, CEOs. I, I mean, I've played at the highest levels in, in terms of what my work happens to be. And what's incredible about that journey is that no matter how much they achieve, you know, I, I'm actively coaching two billionaires, like people who are literally billionaires right now. No matter how much they achieve, they want three things after they've gotten what they thought they wanted. Number one, they want to feel the day more. They want to feel the day. The, the reason to set your business up right is so that you can actually feel the journey, feel the day, have the experience of emotions of joy and fulfillment and confidence and engagement throughout the day, not just blaze through on your 40th cup of coffee, crying at the computer and feeling like your shoulders curl up and over your head. (laughs) You know, it's like there's a different way and a better way to strive joyfully. And everyone just wants to feel the day more. So you have to set it up that way. You know, unfortunately, the the quote unquote phrase, uh, quote unquote, lifestyle business has gotten kicked around so bad by the media or by venture capital or you know Silicon Valley that they bemoan people like that. But I know people who've literally built you know, 100 million, 200 million, all the way up to $7 billion companies that they ended up taking home less than I did yeah. you know, because they just deluded themselves all day long. And there's this idea that I have to go build these huge complex things and never sleep in order to have an awesome financial outcome. And I think you and I are perfect examples of that is just not true. Not true. So it's like, if it's not just about the way you structure it and you experience, you know, the wealth, it's also about how do you feel each day? 
And the second thing that people want is they want more depth, more depth, more meaning in their relationships. You know, they want their work to have a level of mastery and art, not just like answering emails or slacks all day. That depth of experience of life is why people, you know, it's why our friend David Bach moved to Italy or, <laughs> you know, I moved to an island or, you know, mm-hmm. you, you take time with family. It's like these things that we do to create a greater depth of being is important. And I think the third thing people want is more, you know, fulfilling pursuits. Things that they can say, you know what, that means something, that matters. And you can do that with a $100,000 business, with a $10,000 business, with a $2 billion business. And so the mode of your business and how much you operate or work each day, listen, at the end of the day, if you know those are the three outcomes you're after, to feel the experience of the day, to have depth in your life, and to sense that what you're doing has meaning and fulfillment to it, then you're winning regardless of your bank account, regardless of your follower account, you are winning so far beyond. I think one of the reasons you and I can gather in conferences and you know, I'm happy to sit around people who are way more higher achieving, reach way more people in a million different ways. I always know, I always know I'm one of the happiest people at that table. And that gives me insane confidence, let alone their bank account. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's so powerful because it's like so many people go into entrepreneurship with this idea of having choice and freedom and time. And you look at them three years in, five years in, if they're blessed 10 years in, and a lot of those things have been robbed from them. And it's it's yeah. like, wait, this is the opposite of what I thought. And Brendan, I've actually watched you navigate kind of a new season of entrepreneurship for yourself over this last year. You, you know, you've written books, you've had conferences, you have the podcast, you've done the private coaching, you've done all of these different things, but you kind of threw yourself into this new idea wholeheartedly, you full-fledged went all in on this new idea. Will you share with me what that idea was and what this experience has been like as you've kind of gotten obsessed with this new thing? Yeah. So Jenna's referencing Growth Day. For those who don't know, I'm the founder and CEO of Growth Day. And it's kind of an evolution of my brand and work, but I'll share how it happened because lots of entrepreneurs here get this. It's like, it's at the end of the day, listening to your customer and observing the depth of your impact. And what happened, the the true story behind it, Jenna, is so COVID happened, the pandemic happened, and I had this incredibly successful coaching business called High Performance Coaching, where every month I go live and, you know, I teach for two hours and it's live. And we've been doing it since 2009. So we were, I was the first person in the personal development space and probably online marketing space to make, you know, millions of dollars per year teaching live. So I didn't start teaching live during COVID. I was teaching since 2009 live, paid monthly. And so I've had plenty of time to observe the impact of that with people. And what was bothering me, I know for the metric people here will love this part about the business part. I was so upset that people would come into my monthly coaching and they would leave. It was literally, I was like, how can people come in for two months and leave? How is that possible? You know, because we'd have people stay years, but then some people would come in for two months and it would just bother me. So I was asking because I thought it was so important that people got coaching throughout COVID. And so I was asking. And what I realized is so many people who came to my coaching program, they also had 
my high performance planner. They also had this book. They also had my course or my audio. They had a lot of these different things. And I thought, you know what? The experience, it's so fragmented where they access their coaching, where they read, where they capture their goals, where they score their habits, where they journal on their morning mindset, where they watch a course, where they listen to an audiobook. It was all over the place, not just in my brand, but literally in the entire industry is all over the place. You need like a dozen apps to do personal development. I thought that's stupid. We should have one app that does personal development. And that was the day it was like, oh, I got it. And, and the way it came about was I started calling my monthly coaching. We always do on the first of the month. I just started calling it growth day. It's like, hey, this is your day for growth. And even though my company was called something else, it was just, I called that day where I went live growth day and it stuck. I heard and saw customers talking about it. And it just hit me one day, Denise and I are walking in Puerto Rico under this palm tree, isolated during COVID. And I was talking and complaining about everyone quitting. I'm like, if we just had everything in one place, they'd stay longer. If, you know, if I could just make growth day, like something part of their life. And it just, bam, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to create the platform, the first all-in-one platform for personal development. I need to create a platform where it's all there. It's all there. And during COVID, we also, as you know, had the George Floyd murder and the protests and the riots. And thank God, the, the, the civil unrest that allowed people to finally look at this difficult part of US history and the reality of racism that still exists today. And I you know, thought about all the way in which I serve and I understand my privilege and I understand I'm this white guy and I understand the background of this journey because I've spent my entire life trying to study these areas as a leadership teacher. And so I thought, you know what, if I really want to make a deeper impact, I need to bring other voices into my work in a different way. Like on social media, all, all my social media is just, you know, a collection of my teachings and the community kind of built that. My, my Facebook page has 5 million fans, but I didn't start that page. A, a fan started a community site. It ended up getting like half a million people who were just sharing my quotes. And then they passed the login over to us, <laughs> gratefully. <laughs> and so I, I never wanted to be, and if, if you have ever follows me on social media, you see it's just a collection of my writing. I'm a writer and a teacher. And so it's always been that. But I thought, you know, at this platform, if I start an app for personal development, I want to bring in other people. I want to bring in female voices. I want to bring in black voices. I want to bring in voices ultimately from other countries. I want to bring in voices from people who I follow and admire, like Jenna. I want to bring in people who I just, I learn from and I want to introduce them to my communities. And I don't want growth day to be about Brendan. I want it to be a worldwide community of people who are striving to make self-improvement a way of life and give them the tools give them the live coaching, give them the courses. And I just got, as you can hear, I got fired up about it. And it all started because my, you know, my renewal rate kind of sucked. And I thought, how can I go deeper with people? <laughs> and mm -hmm. that began, now I'm a software company guy. I had no idea it was going to turn into that, but I'm fortunate that it did. If you've reached a point in your business where a customer relationship management platform is necessary to keep growing to the next level, well, you'll want to work with a CRM that's simple and seamless to implement and use. HubSpot's powerful CRM platform is easy to adopt, which leads to better data, richer insights, and a bigger impact on customer experience. 
Tools like HubSpot's contact timeline give you the historical context you need to get work done and connect with customers. And because all of your customer data is in one place, it can serve as a single source of information about each customer's history with your brand. Past conversations, messages, all of it. And you can take action right from the contact timeline. Make a call, enroll a contact in a sequence, schedule a meeting, and more. And if you're on the go, you can use the HubSpot mobile app. Super key for our constantly evolving online businesses. Learn more about how you can scale your company without scaling complexity at HubSpot.com. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. It's been awesome watching you navigate this idea and conceptualize it. And and really, you know, you manage pretty much every aspect of bringing this vision to life in a really cool way, not because you won't hand things over, but because you care so deeply. What has it been like watching all of these different people from different backgrounds speak on a topic? One thing I love about Growth Day is that there's one topic each month, but every speaker brings such a different angle. And I'm a student on Growth Day just as much as I'm a teacher. And so it's so cool to watch how people process through or share about or teach on different topics. How has it been kind of being the mentor of all mentors in the sense of creating this community that is so diverse and, and interesting and coming from different perspectives. Oh, it's like a dream. You know, it's like, it's, it's literally like a dream. Like even before this session today, I was, you know, recording one and seeing a friend and a a mentor teach our community and our communities, you know, people from 70 countries all over the world here. And it's just, it's incredible to watch these teachers, because these are some of the most followed and respected and, and best teachers in all of personal growth and wellness. And they're sharing their unique perspective about, you know, one month we'll take on confidence and we'll spend the whole month on confidence. We'll take on friendships, like creating remarkable friendships. We'll drill all the way down. We'll talk about dealing with stress. We'll drill all the way down. You know, we'll talk about our favorite, you know, habits and hacks. We'll drill all the way down. It's just, we take a topic, we spend a month on it and I'm on most of the calls they're live broadcast into the app. So people can watch it in their app or on their desktop or anywhere they're at. They can listen or watch and they can take notes, which is, 
I know so geeky, but one of my biggest <laughs> things, my biggest joys of being a software developer now and in, in building this was I, when I got with the team, I said, listen, when people take courses or they watch us live, I want them to be able to take notes, whether we're watching live or watching a course, and then all those notes boil up into their profile so they can see all of their notes across all of their personal development, which ended up being actually a hard challenge and no, because <laughs> no one else does it. You know, it's like all these other platforms, it doesn't matter, Coursera or, you know, Masterclass or even my own, you know, projects on Kajabi. It's like there was no place where all of your personal development notes were. And so one thing I comment on that, back to your question, is because I see people sharing their notes from these different teachers and their notes are profound. They're like, oh, when she yeah. said that, that resonated with me. And for me, maybe that didn't resonate, but for that person, it did. And have that diversity of teachers, I can just see it in people sharing their notes. It's like, oh, wow, they're learning and picking up things from this person in ways I wouldn't. And that is what's inspiring because we're really, I think personal development just requires diversity of thought in the first place. And we're trying to serve that up. What has been something that has surprised you? Because you've done so many different projects, different mediums. You've showed up in so many different ways over your time in being an entrepreneur. What is something that surprised you about kind of diving into this unknown world and creating something that hasn't necessarily been created before? The pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and, and you know me and you've seen me launch a lot over these last 15 yeah. years. I am a swift mover. Yes. I, yes. I get stuff done. I move things really fast. And two things in starting growth day. One, with software, when you're working with external engineers, you can't go as fast. Yep. When you're building the marketing literally into the app, it's not as fast as throwing up a Kajabi page, which I've always done, right? It's just, yep. it's, it's not, it, it's like, it takes time to build things, but the reality is I've never felt like I've built anything slower in my entire life than growth day. And it's not just because of craftsmanship or, you know, engineers. It's because I made the very conscious choice that I was going to teach my team extraordinary patience and empathy during the pandemic. Yeah. I told the team and you've been, you know, subject to this in, in some ways of like as an affiliate is like I, I said, we're not going to hurry. Yep. Stress and hurry is not going to be part of this project. I've done that before in my 20s. I'm not going to do that now. You know, I'm in my mid 40s now. But I, I was, you know, it's like even as affiliates are, I was like, give me more stuff to promote. Or, you know, people are like, well, haven't you, you don't even have your blog up for growth day yet. Or, you know, when's the podcast and when are all these things coming out? Like we had growth day, you know, launched and released for months and months and months before we even started an Instagram page. Before we even thought about starting or collecting podcast or blog, we're like, no, we're going to have a core offer. We're going to make that core offer better and better and better. And then we'll build out the brand from that. Then we'll build out the other assets and the other affiliate things. Like, in other words, usually that kind of stuff I would do in like a month and a half. And, you know, now I'm, you know, whatever it is, you know, a year in. And so that was the most surprising part was like, knowing that during the pandemic, you had to really take it easy on your teams yeah, and be understanding and be thoughtful and just don't hurry. There's no reason to hurry your entrepreneurial journey if 
if you have the long-term mission and purpose in mind. Yeah. I think, you know, you and I both hear all the time. I mean, especially in like, in my world of Silicon Valley, you know, I was the first investor in Kajabi and we had amazing outcomes and four or five companies I've invested in, you know, all like unicorn level, amazing stuff. And that culture is like, build fast, break, build, go, 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 go. And burn through as much money as you can, go, 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 go. And I think if you're planning for the long term, do it in a way where you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, your team also enjoys it. Yeah, it's I mean, it's been incredible to watch. And I actually love the challenge for us digital people who are so used to like having an idea, creating it, putting it out into the world, getting feedback and refining as we go to pause a little bit more and and to operate from that place of like nothing is urgent. And I think mm-hmm. what's so interesting when we think about the pandemic and I mean, really, it's still going on, but the collective experience that the world shared, which will probably be one of the only, if not the only one that we'll experience in our lifetime of everyone is going through the same thing together. We're all processing it different. We're all navigating it differently, but it's a shared experience It also brings about this opportunity for us to really ask ourselves a lot of those hard questions to really dig in. And I think there really genuinely is no better time for personal development because how long have we been saying, you know, someday I'll get around to that or someday I'll go to therapy or someday I'll explore this or someday I'll question this limiting belief. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's Mm -hmm. beautiful because the conversations that we have and continue to have as we're figuring out what the new normal looks like or or where we're headed from here really bring about this need for us to figure out ourselves first before we solve the world's problems, you know? Yeah. And I honestly, I just want to compliment you, Jenna. You're such a great leader and mentor on this because I listened to you throughout the pandemic and you, you really cared and were thoughtful about how people are living their lives yeah, and about their feelings and their emotions during this, you know, wild time, you know, not just for entrepreneurs, but for everybody listening, you know, it's a very, and was, and will continue to be a challenging time that will carry on forward for many people in many ways for a long time. And you were a voice of reason and calm and support during that. So I, I just honor you for that. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. 
Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth. LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So I want to know, Brendan, like... (laughs) Break down personal development for me. Just like, you know, we we say the term, we talk about it a lot. What are like the main pillars of personal development? If somebody's listening and they're like, you know, I think I'm like bettering myself or I think I know myself. What what does personal development mean for you? What does it look like? And what are some of the things that you explore inside of the world of personal development? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, at first I always tell people, I really, uh, I just stand on the shoulders of giants. I mean, I was super blessed very early on because of my car accident to read Dale Carnegie and, you know, Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer, Earl Nightingale, Marianne Williamson. These people really shaped my life. And part of personal development is getting instruction, guidance, or life philosophy from teachers, from people who are thoughtful about it. And, you know, just hearing it. At Growth Day, we always say, the goal is to make self-improvement a way of life. If all you do is explore or learn or listen or read something every day that makes you think about how you live your life, that's growth. You're you're winning. Because every time you touch any idea related to personal development, it opens up the gate to self-awareness. And as you gain more self-awareness, you ultimately gain more self-mastery, which means you ultimately enjoy life more and have more success. So it just starts with accessing it. But I also, we reversed Growth Day as an app and a platform from a research back perspective. We kind of reverse engineered it. From the research, there's only six things that actually advance people's psychology, personal development, experience of life. And I said, oh, we're going we're gonna to build those in. And these will be common sense. But as I just talk through these six things real fast, you realize there's never been an app for that. There's never been a platform for that. No one's ever combined these things. And that's where I got excited about the idea. So research shows there's only six things that leads to real progress in your self-reported personal development, as well as the development your peers, your family, and your spouse see from you. And what those six things are is, number one, super obvious, you have to journal. People who journal experience far less stress, way more self-awareness, and report long-term greater life satisfaction, deep relationships, and financial income success than people who do not journal. And the reason most people don't journal, though, as you know, is because staring at the blank page is intimidating. So when we built Growth Day, we took these 100 research-backed prompts 
And we put them in there. So if you want to journal in growth day, yeah, you can just go in there and journal what's on your mind, what you're thinking, what you're feeling that day, what you've learned about yourself or others that day. Like if you can come up with it, great. But there's also this, these buttons that you press that prompt you and they start a sentence for you and then you journal and complete the sentence. And those activities in the journal make it the best personal development journal in the world because these are all research-backed prompts that just help you explore a different area of your life every day, which I think is key. So journaling. Second, you've got to score track your habits. So we call it life scores, but tracking your habits, your mood, your movement, your nutrition, how you felt and operated that day. If you don't track it, you can't manage it. If you can't manage it, you can't improve it. So everything in research and psychology has always been around, okay, how do we measure improvement? You have to like measure things. So we built these life scores, daily scores, weekly scores, and monthly scores in these major areas of your life. And what's cool is you can see the trend line of where you're struggling, where you're doing well. And what it also allows you to do is get recommendations. So it's like, oh, this area of your life you're struggling with, here's three videos to watch right now. So it's really targeted and the recommendation engine and the artificial intelligence we're going to build in there over and over and over uh, throughout the years upcoming will just keep making it more precise for you where you're at in your life. Third thing is you have to plan. You, you have to write down your goals and plan your projects intelligently. <laughs> so everyone writes down their goals and plans January 1 and they kind of give up after that. <laughs> and so you, you not only need to do the activity and be inspired and accountable to do your planning, but you got to have deadlines and reminders and notifications that pop up and say, hey, dummy, you're supposed to do this today. And so we've created an awesome plan feature in there. The fourth thing you have to have is challenges. When people engage in online challenges or any challenge related to their well-being, it's really, it makes a measurable difference in their scores across multiple areas of life. So we created challenge models within the app where it's like, oh, we're doing a clarity challenge for five days. We're all going to go through this challenge. We're going to watch these videos, listen to these audios, take these journal prompts and share these things with the community. And it's literally all in the app. So it's not like seven different pages or a hundred different emails. It's like right there. The next thing you have to have is you have to consume and learn from teachers and mentors. That's where the live coaching and the courses come into play. And then the sixth thing is community. You have to be around an inspired community. Your peer group is measurably tied to how you grow, but so is your online social community. Like there's tons of psychological and sociological studies done about, you know, the community, quote unquote, community that you have in Facebook or Instagram and how they actually impact your mood and your income and your marriage length. It's, it's unbelievable. The people that you see interact with online is important. So what we did is we built a community where we're all sharing our best habits, our best practices, our life wisdom constantly. And that sharing is like, oh, everyone gets in there like, wow, this is the most positive community I've ever seen. I'm like, well, yeah, it's a personal <laughs> development community, you know, and we're all here to grow together. So those six things and whether you use growth day or something else, you should write these six down. You've got a journal, you got to track your habits, you got to do your goal planning. You've got to take some challenges. You've got to learn from, you know, coaches, mentors, teachers in personal growth or wellness, and you got to have a community to share with. If you get those six things down with or without growth day, what we did is we put them all in one app. But if you do those things on a consistent basis, you've made self-improvement a way of life. 
I think those six pillars are absolutely important. And what what I think is so exciting too is like at this time of year, we have one quarter left. And so many people I feel like throw in the towel or they're like, I'll just wait till January 1st or I didn't get as far as I thought I would. But what I think is like incredible is if you look at like these last 90 days, you have this incredible gift to give yourself to get in the habit of these six things, to incorporate them now so that by the time January 1st comes, you're just tackling those dreams. You're just going after those goals. You're just doing those habits and tracking them. And I think, you know, I'm excited just at the fact of like, whoa, we still got time, guys. Like, I think a lot of people are like still recovering from the Mm. past year, which makes total sense. But it's like, why not give ourselves the gift of implementation now So that by the time this next year rolls around, we're already in the habit of all of these things so that we're not doing too much too fast. Yeah, that's so key. Because what happens in January is everyone tries to do all six of these things for the first time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not sustainable. One reason it's not sustainable is because it used to be you have to have like 10 different apps to do what we do. But another reason is, is because, you know, to do these things or any of these things individually is what helps you make self help stick. Yeah. And that's my real hope with Growth Day is that we just, we've created the, the, the greatest platform in the world for making self-improvement stick. And I think the sooner that people engage in just one of these things, like literally just one of these things has life altering impact, right? We, we know when you improve your life scores in our daily habit tracker, when you track those habits over a period of time, there's a measurable difference in every area of your life, from your confidence, to your work output, to your income, to your relationships. It's unbelievable. Like, so what I tell people is that you don't have to do everything, but it has to be a way of life. You have to do one thing a day. And when you do that, it really shifts things. And I'm excited. I agree with you. Right now, teach yourself to finish the year strong. Like teach Mm -hmm. yourself not to give up at the end. You know, when you're in sports, you know, it's that last five yards. It's like you you fought <laughs> 95 yards. Don't give up on the last part. Yeah. You know, like this is the time to like, oh, wait, let me be adaptable. Let me be resilient. Let me you know, just keep going. Because right now it's you're teaching yourself the end of the year. You teach yourself psychological strength and resilience or not. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Brendan, I'm like so excited. I, I'm excited for people to just explore the app because I'm like, okay, you've heard all about it. Like you want to even just start doing one of these things. Here's a place for you to do that and then expand. Where can everybody find you, learn more from you, get on the app, all the things, give us all the places to connect. Uh, just go to growthday.com forward slash Jenna. And we'll know you came from Jenna. And so we'll be able to, when you're in the app, we'll be able to highlight her courses for you because she's been teaching here as you know, Jen's been teaching on growth day for months and months and months. So an entire library of her teaching personal development is available to you. And we'll know you came for that. And that comes with a 14 day free trial. So just go to growthday.com forward slash Jenna. And then people can listen to my personal podcast, the Brendan show, where I teach so much of my own personal development. But if you want the tools and the coaching and the community and really the in-depth stuff, Go to growthday.com forward slash Jenna. And what's cool is you can try this out for 14 days, but then just for the tools, like I mentioned, the journal, the life scores, the plan, the challenges, just the tools. I mean, you get all the tools for 37 bucks a year. (laughs) I mean, that's what's amazing about the 
Uh, on it, you know, everything that's in growth day now, you and I both know, I used to charge $3,000 a month for all of this yeah. stuff. <laughs> I mean, if we broke it down, now you get all of that, but you also get all of our other, you know, our 12 other teachers, you get 30 plus online courses you can upgrade for, where literally you can have, you know, teachers like Dr. Daniel Amen or Byron Katie or audiobooks from Wayne Dyer, you know, you can, there's all these cool upgrades to, or downgrades to meet you wherever you're at in your personal development journey, whether you want the tools or the coaching or the community. I, I love with the app, it just, you get to like specify what's right for you. Oh, Brendan, thank you so much. I'm just so honored to be a part of the platform. You are the first person ever to get me to commit to monthly teaching. And I can tell you that it is actually something that I genuinely look forward to every month. And it challenges me as a leader and as a teacher, but also as a student, because I'm a part of the platform in the community beyond just showing up once a month. And so it's just been amazing. And I just want to salute to you all of the hard work, all of the behind the scenes, all of the obstacles you faced in taking that one simple idea to get everything into one place and to simplify it. And I know how hard you've worked on it. And so I just want to say bravo. And I'm just so grateful for your leadership and for the fact that you went for it when it hadn't been done. Oh, well, thank you. I, I want to let you know, too, I love your sessions in Growth Day. And I I love what you just said, because all of us, all of us teachers in there, like by having these monthly topics, it's challenging us to grow and teach at our yeah. highest levels. And you've certainly done that. So I've just, I've loved it. And I, I adore you and I adore this podcast. So everyone listening, thank you, because I learned a lot from Jenna, too. And it's just an awesome opportunity for me to share this with everybody. So thank you, Jenna. I don't know about you, but I am feeling so inspired to up my own personal development game. And I can tell you that when I look back at my entrepreneurial journey, like I said, so much of my focus was on systems and strategies without ever really getting to the mindset work, without really thinking about what are my goals? What are my dreams? What is my vision? And I can see these like actual chasms in my life and in my journey of when I've taken the leap to really invest and uncover and dig into limiting beliefs to see the skyrocket of growth and confidence that comes along with it. So I am just so thrilled to be a coach on Growth Day. I get to show up every single month, speak on a topic, connect with the community and be a student. And if it's something you've been looking for or something that you want to invest in in these next 90 days and beyond, as we all know, head to growthday.com slash Jenna. I would love to be your mentor along with some incredible friends of mine, Koya Webb, Mel Robbins, David Bach, Dave Hollis, Brenda Burchard. There's so many incredible people on the platform waiting to welcome and mentor you there. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Of course, until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. 
Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.